NCRP Productions presents New Dallas, an alien RPG campaign series podcast, episode 16. Welcome back to Alien New Dallas. This is Barry, your Game Master. We are getting ready to play, and I'd like to have everyone introduce themselves, and we will get started. Josh, let's start us. Hello, everybody. This is Josh. I am playing Siegson, Employee of the Year 2179, Lance <laughs> Bateman. Hello, everyone. This is David, and I'm playing Colonial Marine Sergeant Alistair Richter. Hi, it's Sequoia, and I'm running Dr. Elizabeth Langtree. Hey, everybody. It's Pedro, and I'm running Cold Bloodhound Bear, the Colonial Marshal of these parts. So, last session, we ended with you guys kind of off time from each other. And before I do my, my runaround about what happened for everyone, I'm going to kind of catch us partway up. I'm going to start with Lance and Cole. The two of you were inside the marshal's office, and in came the Merriweather brothers running down the hallway saying, we got a bomb. After realizing that it is probably not a bomb, but having Thompson, your bomb tech person working on it, you guys followed the Merriweathers out to their farm. At the farm, you got to meet Jed Petunia, their parents, father and mother, and you guys were brought out into the field where they found the supposed bomb. What you guys ended up finding instead was a downed space transport, a small vehicle. It looks like it impacted in the very far end of their field. You guys, if I remember correctly, we talked about the distance. You guys were out over a half mile. There I am switching kilometers to miles again. But you guys were out about a, a half mile out before you actually came to it. And you guys noticed that the transport ship itself is a LaSalle Biotech transport ship. And you noticed out a little ways from the, I'm going to call it crash site, although it's really more of an impact site, that there were footprints leading off. And both you, Cole, and Lance noticed those footprints were walking at a near-perfect gait, suggesting Lance's feeling that they are a synth. And Cole, you followed it quite a ways out until you got to a point past the field, these, these large mutated cornfields that we have. You got a point past the edge of the field, and at that point, you noticed that they seemed to be walking absolutely straight to the USCMC base about two kilometers away. There we switch back to kilometers. So coming back from the farm, you had told the boys, hey, this is out of my jurisdiction. I'm turning it over to the military. You had told Jed and Petunia the same thing. And you, the two of you hopped in the vehicle. Now, would you have hopped in the vehicle to make the call with Bateman? No, so I would have, you know, told Bateman, all right, Bateman, uh, before we hop back in the car, I need to call this into the military real quick. Uh, go ahead and wait out here, you know, uh, private channel and all that. You got it, Marshall. All I'll right, thank have you. Have a cigarette outside. All right, so when you make the call, and you're going to make the call to your only connected person, mm -hmm. which is Sergeant Alistair Richter, you get, effectively, you get his, I'm going to call it voicemail. Okay. So what message do you leave? Ah, Christ. Hey, uh, Richter, it's, uh, it's uh, Marshall Baird. So, had a little bit of a situation out in the uh, Merriweather Farms out here. Yeah, you remember those two boys? Yeah, I know you do. Uh, but anyway, looked like some kind of downed craft, uh, a LaSalle Biotech uh, transport ship. And based on the tracks that were leading away from it, it, it looked like we might have had a synth inside of it. So, anyway, I followed the tracks and it looked like the tracks were leading right towards the military base. So... 
Kind of feels like that might end up being a military jurisdiction right there. So I wanted to let somebody know y'all might have something. If that's y'all's ship, that's where it is. And you might have your, your bot back. So that's where that's at. But uh, if not, might be something to look into. Uh, my number is uh, space 5555552. Five, 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 and space. All right. Have yourself a click. I'm not done and you hang up yeah so then where we have is you and bateman heading out of the cornfields as f- at the farther end of the evening dr langtree you had spent more time with dr kamari getting to know her mm-hmm. you guys had finished out your shift where you had dealt with an injured private coombs yes. this is the second time you've worked on him for the same kind of injury same, same kind of injury actually from the same creatures yeah but you were able to do it this time with your full medical pods and the full medical facility so you feel a lot better about the way you left him mm-hmm. You then went with Dr. Kamari back to her home. She had talked about setting up a deal with you where she was not certain she would be coming back. So if she didn't come back, provisionally the house is yours in a sale. Um, If she doesn't make it, at some point you'll be asked to pay off her heirs. You don't know who that is Mm -hmm. at this point, but you'll be asked to pay off her heirs. And otherwise, the house is yours. And she takes you through there you guys cook to dinner and then she invited you to come into town with her as she showed you around town so andy's drop is a town of six thousand people it's mostly people starting to set up either their business within town that's going to support the people around living there or it's going to be somebody who's something dealing with the spaceport and bringing stuff off planet either New Dallas Oil, which is the oil company for the planet that's working with Whalen yutani or potentially some of the other exports that are coming through. But City Center has a few entertainment places, movie houses. She had told you there's a playhouse coming online um, and a few bars, which is where you ended up you that name, evening with her. Did you name the bar that we ended up at? I do not believe that I have yet. If you have a name, I'll, I'll definitely take it from you. This is, there are a couple, and this was, I would guess, the description that was given by Brooks to Richter was, that's the bar that's kind of the quieter, more relaxed bar. That's where you guys went. While you're thinking of potentially a name or not, Richter, you finished with Coombs back at the hospital. You went back with Brooks to update the major on on the results. You handed over, although I don't know if we talked about it on screen, you handed over all of the things you had. Your your action report was finished. The residue that you found, the black box that you found, turned it over to your inspection service there at the military base. You spoke with the major, and the major had given you two days off with a possible third day if Coombs is not ready for action on the third day. But you have two days off for R&R. You let Stevens and Navarro, who were waiting at the medical center, know they came back. And the group of you, the three of you, went into town with Brooks. Brooks has been here for a while, so he kind of knew where he was at. And he was giving you these different descriptions. Brooks and the other two, boom, headed right into, we're going to call it the action bar. And you decided to head over to the quieter bar. Uh, when you came in, you had just seen Goran Thorson walking away from the doctor's table. Uh, Goran did not have any success in what he was trying to do. And you came over 
tried to buy them a, a couple of drinks. Dr. Kamari seemed to be accepting of it. Dr. Langtree kept it very professional and had mentioned to you that she had hit her two drink limit and she wasn't gonna drink anymore. You then proceeded to continue talking and left with Dr. Kamari. Dr. Kamari, on the, yeah. Dr. Kamari <laughs> on the way out handed uh, Dr. Langtree a set of keys and said she'll see you tomorrow. And that is where we left it. So I'm gonna begin first with Marshall Baird and Lance Bateman, with you guys heading back, because you are a few hours behind the other two, you guys are heading back to... Uh, well, I believe now we're going to be going and investigating the Landisayers um, location. Okay. Fred Jones. And you're um, you're going to know what really Lance happened to Fred Jones. Yes, Lance brought it to my attention. He's, he's my co-worker. So I I have a vested interest in his good health. Yes. And okay. because it's a you know it's a, you know somebody a part of a corporation, I figure you know this is like a he's a consultant right now. Lance, do you remember who you which of the deputies you spoke to who was on first on site with that? I have it um, as Thompson, but nope, nope, not Thompson. I'm sorry. I have it as Donalds. Donalds. Yes. Is that right to you as well? Yes. All right. So would you have told? Colbert, that information that you know that uh, yeah. a Deputy Donald's I, been the one? <laughs> I specifically stated that I got Deputy Donald's report. And I'll leave okay. it at that. <laughs> so you guys head over there? Yeah. At, at the space, you'll notice that... Now, Lance, when you went in, because this paper is not here for you, is what she said, or this tape is not here for you, did you tear it all down? Did you... <laughs> not if I didn't have to. No. Yeah. I mean, I'll I, you know I, I'll move lightly when possible. Not okay. Like a bull. So as you shot. approach, the caution tape is still in place. Door is shut. So uh, you know we pull up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know stop, turn off the car, and I'm gonna say, all right, look, Bateman, we're going in here. Uh, right now, uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say that since you're tagging along officially, you are going to be you know uh, under the consultant category. Thank you, Marshall. <laughs> Uh, so if you see anything, you uh, don't touch consulting. it. You let me Lance see it Bateman. first, and then I'll ask you for your consulting if need be. Uh, gotcha. So you find evidence, you stop, you call me in, and let the let the bloodhound do his work, and then I'll I'll flip, you know, you know, head out, tap the hat, you know, on, and then go. So so do you tear the tape? Um. Yeah, you know what? I'm the goddamn marshal. <laughs> so I go over and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, open right, the door. Get, get this shit out of right. here. So when you guys go in, do you leave the door open? Uh, yeah, uh, no, no. Uh, so I'll, I'll go in, uh, and so I, I'm entering a home. So hand on the gun. You're you entering know. a business. I'm entering, but a hand business. on the gun is totally fine. Regardless, entering a building, uh -huh. hand on the gun. Uh, and so you know, open the door slowly. Uh, and you don't call her. You don't. You're gonna have your hand on the gun, but you're not gonna say anything. You just <laughs> creak well, open the door as it opens <laughs> up. Uh, you know, it, all right now is anybody home? Anybody in here? There's there's no noise. <laughs> See now, if I had a shotgun, I, I would just cock that, and that would be the second warning. But uh, now I wish I had one. So I'll say all right, and so I'll, I'll you know open the door all the way, and I'm gonna look for a light switch. Perfect. That, well, that's not a problem. You're able to find it. Again, you know, I was thinking about this, and I told you guys a little bit about the sun, and then I realized that I just threw physics completely out the window. Um, I'm not exactly sure how a, a, a two-star system exactly works, but what I envision is, because the sun 
contrary to the 1400s before, the sun does not revolve around the earth. It's the other way around. So what I envision is that we have the earth going around the sun, the main sun, in the same way that we go around our own sun. So that gives you effectively the number of hours, I'm going to call it 24 just to be ease, the 24-hour one. The second one, the way I looked at it is as we go through the year, there's a bit of a wobble to the way the earth goes. So that sun goes up and down across the equator. If my memory serves, it's like an eight degree pinch. And what it does is it changes. The, it's cooler in the winter because the sun's farther away. We get less shorter days and longer nights, that type of thing. But what I envisioned for the second one, which Sequoia had asked, you know, was it basically staying up later? Were we looking at an Alaska thing where they had like a pure daylight one? I'm not exactly sure how that would work for the second sun as we rotate. So what I'm assuming is that second sun is effectively moving in some kind of tangential orbit to the main one. So there is a portion, basically the winter portion of the year, winter being the colder portion because that second sun is not giving you heat, that, that portion of the year, it sits out longer on the hemisphere you guys are in, and then it kind of ends up switching hemispheres going to the other side as it rotates to the other side of the sun. It goes slower, you guys are gonna have a lot more light, so there's a tremendous amount of ambient low light. We're gonna say dusk level light, even when it's night. So, some light. Okay, cool, because I was picturing like it's pitch, like it's not night. pitch okay. black. Cool. And lights go on, no problem, and immediately both of you will see the same thing. There's the small bleated blood area where where Fred was found well that's that's pretty easy to find all right so I guess that's where he, he failed found it <laughs> bloodhound you done it again <laughs> hot damn take my hat off get my head I call this an open and shut list. right there that's exactly what Deputy Donalds did Mark yeah. we gotta look for the clues that are not easy to find so and Donalds did did close the case I mean it's it he as far as the case is for him fred came in he must have he must have uh uh passed out or felt lightheaded he's pretty sure he hit his head on the cabinet that you see there although you as closer look doesn't look like there's any damage to the cabinet also doesn't look like there's any blood or anything from the back of his head hitting it but that's what it, he surmised is he must have passed out and then fallen there he did not find anything that would suggest some kind of, uh, you know, purposeful attack. So obviously, him. someone tampered with the oxygen system. So this is <laughs> so that was Donald's what? report, right? That was, that Reducing was the report. amount of air in the room, causing Fred to go uh, lightheaded and pass out. This is sabotage with an intent to murder. <laughs> hey, hey, Bateman. Do you remember the order that I said that the investigation goes back in the car? <laughs> <laughs> I have not yet done my part, so... Uh, I hope it, you reviewed the report from Deputy Donalds. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry, the report? And he, I, he can hand it to you. This thing, here. <laughs> I have a copy. Did, oh, Don, did Donalds give this to you? Yeah, I got a, I got a copy, right? Whenever it's I, a copy. Yeah. Okay, okay, so Donalds gave you a no, copy of no. it. And... Right. and you would probably ask, so I'm just going to do it for you, you would ask him, how the hell did you get this? Yeah. And what he's going to tell you is he said, as the operating seeks an executive for Planet, he's got, because it's something that happened in his place. He has a paper okay. copy? 
No, yeah. he has a copied copy. But yes, he has a, he has a print copy. It's a exactly. cellulose print. Yes, cellulose. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes, <laughs> right. And and it is portionally redacted, which you would expect. Yeah, yeah. It's and, it is completely above board. It's still a little weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you I, can I, request these kind of records. You normally. can. So I say, all right. Well, let me go ahead longer, and peruse but this, this is real quick. Because you said it's so very. Not very detailed. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it takes a quick two it's, seconds. It's a quick Passover, and basically what you get is is that the victim... Would it be a victim if there's no crime? Anyway, I, I think he's a victim. I'm going to go with victim. That's the, my the, position. The, the, when, I'm glad upon his arrival, he found Fred in a pool of blood with a... I, don't, I never came up with Jen's last name, but Jen was there. She had been the one who called. When he started to talk to Fred, Fred said he didn't understand. You know, he didn't know what happened. You know, he must have just... He must have passed out. He knows he felt he all of a sudden felt lightheaded, and that's the last thing he can remember. Okay, so this so. is this is what's going to happen. Uh, mechanically speaking, I'm going to be using my investigator talent. Perfect. Uh, and this is when I spend a turn in a room, uh, I roll for observation, and for each success, I get to ask some questions. Perfect. I okay. love it. Uh, what's going to be enacted is I'm going to say, "All right, Bateman, uh, I want to go ahead and step out, step out onto the threshold." I need, I need to get to work. This is uh, this is kind of my process. Well, I'd be happy to help you, Marshall. I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty good at looking around too. Excellent. So this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and survey survey the land. I just need to take one moment. This it's a process, you know. Everybody, oh, you got everybody it. has yeah. a little bit of I'll, process. I'll let you do your thing. I and, mean, and, you know. Okay. So I wait for him to step out, and so I, I, I step out with him. And so what I do is is uh, I, I go ahead and take my sunglasses off, which I still have on. Mm-hmm. You know, put them in my pocket. And I, you know, make sure my hat's nice and square. Take that deep breath in. And then I basically just go into bloodhound mode where I turn around and I'm going to think in my head about Donald's report. Yep. And I'm going to basically try and become the land assayer and sure. see what happens. <laughs> so it's very just like you see, you see Cole, he just takes that breath in and you see him just start walking in and it's like this. If you've ever seen the Boondock Saints, that's exactly it's very much like that. <laughs> I, think like Hannibal, you know? I just no, go I, into it. I I, yeah, I got like that like sense like from yeah, the beginning just, of your yeah. description. And so then <laughs> I go in and I, you know, in my head, I see these strands of like, you know, basically sense of things that I think he could have been doing or could have happened. Sure. And so I, you know, follow that strand of Donald's report, and I see instantly that you know. I'm gonna probably be BS, so let me go ahead and right. see how many I roll. I'm gonna make an observation roll. Okay. And let's see. Uh, oh, I do have one stress. Why do you have one stress? I don't know. Mark oh, it it's off. probably gone. Yeah, it's I had gone. one too. Yeah, anyone who has stress right now does should not have it. We had a nice, relaxing car ride. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Okay. Uh, I am gonna push it because. All right. And uh, so I add. Now I add. Now you have one stress. So you're like you're you're gawking through there. Go ahead and roll, but you're walking through there, and you are you are thinking there has to be something different. I mean, it, Bateman Bateman may piss you off, but he's not unobservant. Yeah. Um, so I only got one success, unfortunately. Right. But you get to ask me a question. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see. So the the question is is what happened here, and is there? Let's see. <laughs> That's two questions. If so, where? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's one full question. Oh. What happened here, and is there anything hidden here? If so, where? Okay, 
So as you as you walk around, you kind of move to different spots. You're trying to figure out how how Fred got so unlucky as to basically pass out hitting the back of his head on the desk or on the on the uh, filing cabinet and then falling forward so that his head had rolled onto the floor as opposed to hitting it face first or on his side. Going through it, you're looking at the ground and you're looking farther at the ground and you notice that the area around where the drop is appears to not have been swept but appears to have been moved through quite a bit. Now that that could be Donaldson and this Jenny person who is on that, that listing, but it could be something else. But that's all you really see. It's very possible, although unlikely, that that is actually what happened. Now, that's a turn, that's about 10 minutes, and during that time, Lance, as you're kind of standing by the door, Jenny comes around. Now, she has that perfectly smart, although her, her blouse is buttoned up all the way correctly this time, she has that perfectly smart walk as she comes around, and as she comes towards you, she says, Lance, um, uh, Mr. Bateman, what are you doing outside the assayer's office? And then she, then Hi, she, she, before you even say anything, she notices the tape. Did, did you go inside? Did you cut through the tape? I'll uh, kind of straighten my lapel and say, that's uh, consultant Lance Bateman of the local marshal, uh, uh, local marshal <laughs> office. She gets an odd look. She goes, so you're, all right. So who's inside? Well, Marshal Baird, of course. Who else? And her kind of haughty tone kind of changes to, oh, oh. And she will stand there with you. She goes, well, what's he doing? Which should be an obvious question, or obvious answer without her asking, but she asked anyway. It's a crime scene investigation? I, I, go ahead and give me an observation roll yourself. Just to ask, um, yes. was there anything hidden? Nothing, nothing. Not the, the hidden component was it looks like something's been moved okay. around here, but awesome. it could possibly still be foot, people moving through. I rolled one, but I'm going to push it. You're going to push it? Okay. And then I rolled two more. All right, so you have three successes, no no panic. No. All right. So what are you going to do with the extra two? Well, what, am I, what am I observing exactly? Well, what you're observing is her. So go ahead and oh. grab the book. You can take a look at the other options. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice that her buttons are off. No. So what you notice is that, is that when she asks super it, observant. she seems to be a, a, a little put off. Um, yeah. Um, not, kinda... not solid. And, and the thing that you see with her is this is a woman who has obviously fought her way up. You've seen women like this. You have had pretty good success with women like this. This is somebody that believes that all men are against that her being in the workplace. Hmm. She knows she's smarter than the other men. Not she thinks she is. She knows she is. She knows she's done everything that's necessary, but because of the position that the corporation seems to take, she has a very difficult time moving through it. She's gotten her position here by her own abilities, but you actually even saw it with the way that Brad was. She's constantly trying to prove herself. So anytime that she is not just so, it will stand out to you. The average person would never even notice it, but for you, you notice that. And she is not just so. So, 
for I guess if uh, for one of my extras, can I can I tell if she seems suspicious at all or guilty or so like? So you are feeling there is something else there. S- suspicious is the overall thing. I'm not going to tell you guilty or not, but there is something she, odd. She doesn't Why seem is, to be hiding anything. Not particularly. You're, you're curious. Your curiosity should run to. Why is she concerned that the marshal yeah. is in there since they she already had a marshal show up? Right, right, right. Or a deputy right, marshal, right. but they're all marshals. It's an ongoing investigation. Yeah, I mean they come back more than once. So tell me, <laughs> <laughs> tell me, Jenny, are you were you uh, good friends with Fred? And she she gets she gets a look, and then she gets kind of this wry smile. She goes, "Oh, you're being funny. You know, Fred came in on the shuttle with you." Uh, he he's he was well, new here. He was a Fred could make friends quickly. I mean, I was his friend. I would consider myself his friend. So, and and again, you got you fluster, and she says, "Well, no, I mean, I'm 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 certain that Fred would have considered me a friend. I mean, I I, I did I did help bring in a couple of his files, and I did mm. you know set his set his computer up. But uh, um, well, that was friendly. I, I, just, I didn't know you. him that well. Why why do you ask? I was just curious, just uh, wondering. What makes you so curious about this ongoing investigation is all, and if you should be um, a person of interest for <laughs> oh that for that the question so stops and she goes <laughs> so she just kind of stops and looks and she goes Mr. Bateman um, I I think you seem to have this well in hand as a consultant uh, you know where I am if you need me and she turns hmm. perfectly on her heels and walks quite away. suspicious. So, Baird, that's what you have. You're done. Okay, so, yeah, so looking around, so I haven't found anything else to... Can I... The other thing I would look for is, and I don't know if it's encompassed Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. this, is if there's any kind of, like, cameras in here. No, there are no cameras in here. Okay. And... Okay, so I think I've I've searched the place pretty well. You, You pretty well think you have it in hand. So, end result is, it's very possible that what Donald's wrote is what happens. There is maybe, you know, your calculating mind says there's maybe an 8% chance that there's something else going on here that you don't know about. But, again, you feel the same way. You don't feel like it's something, I keep wanting to say, it's, you don't feel it's an assault. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't think it's an assault. I have just a world question. Are most doors keycard like at the hospital, or is that Most like... doors are doors. Oh, they're like handles and yes. stuff? Yes, it's abnormal okay. to be keycard. okay. Uh, okay, well then, if I mean, if I have everything and I, I don't have... So basically, I don't have any evidence that this is foul play. It sounds like Donald's and You think he actually. did a good job. You could send the engineering team over, though, Marshall, if you want to get a look at the uh, air filtration system, just to make sure there wasn't any t- discreet tampering that maybe went unnoticed. <laughs> well, Bateman, uh, yeah, I, I'm leaning towards Donald's and being, Donald's being right. I mean... Looks like the Sayers just clumsy, uh, but you know I still want to check with him. I'll go. I'll go talk to him. Did I have a report if he's conscious? No, you wouldn't have it on your report. Okay, uh, you, you, your report says taken to medical center. Yeah. So I'll I'll check in in the morning. You know somebody at the medical center. That's what I was gonna say. Could we just call Doctor Langtree? Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Actually, Bateman. Let's let's go call Langtree. See if. See if she, uh, if he's there, or awake, and we can go. So calling just... Langtree would actually, in this case, unless one of you that I don't know about has a private connection, would be calling the medical center. Yeah, basically. I don't. I don't think. So as you call into the medical center, hmm. you, uh, you get a nurse. Hi, this is uh, Marshall uh, Marshall Baird. 
Uh, I'm calling for Doctor Elizabeth Langtree. Is she uh, is she in? I'm I'm sorry the the doctor has left for the evening. I have on call. I'll say this too is that Elizabeth is the kind of person who would have the same phone number for twenty years. Right, but neither of them has a reason to have it. Is what I was getting. No. That's why I was asking. Um, Doctor Morrison is here. May I connect you? Uh, yeah, but, um, do you, do you, uh, did Dr. Langtree happen to leave, uh, like a direct contact number in case we do need to contact her? Marshall, I, I apologize, but Privacy Act would not, unless <laughs> this is a, and, and she's very, and, and she's kind of gotten very, like, surly. She says, you, you know the law, I mean, people's privacy and such. I can certainly pass a message for you. That's, that's completely fine uh, if you don't want and to give me that number. The message that you'd like to pass? Uh, yeah. I'm assuming you don't want to speak with Dr. Morrison? Uh, no, I do want to speak to him still. Very good. Uh, you could just tell uh, Dr. Langtree if she wants this is my contact information and I'll give her my, my personal d- number. Perfect. Uh, and, you know, if she would like to ha- you know send me hers as well in case I need to speak to the medical director. She may. Anyway, can I speak to the on-call person? Yep. So, Dr. Morrison is is a few moments. Okay. Hello. Uh, hi, Dr. Morrison. This is uh, Colonial Marshal uh, Cole Baird. I'm the new marshal around these parts. Oh, Marshal, I'm very pleased to meet you. We we were sorry to hear that you're about your predecessor. Is there news on his whereabouts yet? Uh, no, I. it's on the list to get in uh, part of the investigation. But right now, uh, I'm looking into something else. Uh, and uh, is and I, I don't remember the Sayer's name, so I lift up the file and see what's the Sayer's name. Fred Jones. Fred Jones. Uh, is Mr. Uh, Fred Jones, how, how is he doing? Uh, I'm taking a look at the investigation of what happened to him. If you'll give me just a moment. And you, you, you hear him clack, clack, clack on the keys for a few minutes. And he says, well, Fred appears to be resting for the evening. He will be discharged tomorrow morning. It looks here Dr. Langtree did a full once-over with, oh, with Dr. Kamari's overseer. Uh, uh, I digress. Uh, Mr. Jones was brought in with a uh, uh, laceration in the back of his head and uh, showing some signs of concussion. We kept him here to, to check him out, but he seems to be fine. Uh, all vitals, give me a moment. You hear a couple of clicks. He says, yes, all vitals on last pass through look good. Uh, were there any mentions or findings of any kind of intoxicants in his system? That, that's not normally something we do. Does the marshal's office need blood work? No, no. I'm just trying to, you know, figure out what happened. But I, I can talk to him uh, in the morning uh, if he's uh, already asleep. Uh, it is pretty late. Um, I just wanted to get an update it's on It's not his... that late. How late is it? it? It's maybe six. Oh. So, yeah, then, no, it's uh, not that late. Oh, okay. So then that's in. reasonable. And then, yeah. Okay, well then, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be by shortly. I want to go and talk to him. since. Uh, uh, very good. It's apparently not that late. <laughs> <laughs> now that I check my watch, it's not that late. Right again, I'm, catch, I'm catching the two of you back up to the other two. I know two. what time it is. <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll head down there. All right. So, Bateman, all right, let's load so, up. Um, as you leave, do you say anything about Jenny? I'm just I'm trying oh, yeah. to rush past things, but not rush. Yeah. Uh, Marshall, you know, I found it pretty interesting. Um, the real estate agent next door, Jenny, I believe her name is. She do, she sure does seem uh, kind of interested in this whole um, investigation. I'll stop at the door and I'll say, 
did, have you spoken to? Uh, I, I interviewed her briefly. When did you decide to uh, do this, and when were you going to? You decide to tell me now. When did this happen? Yeah, you know, five minutes ago, just outside the door. <laughs> Bateman, do you remember our conversation well, I, about? I the didn't want to disturb your investigation, Marshall. You seemed like you were in the zone, and I just wanted to let you do your thing. And you asked me not to not to bother you, so. All right, you know what. I'm gonna go ahead and chop that up to my bad. I did not tell you explicitly to uh, the, the directives on when to interrupt me. It does. It does uh, seem kind of uh, suspicious, and I mean, it, we can't put it past anybody that anybody here could be, uh, you know, passing information back to Waylon Utani, or could be, you know, plotting some sort of uh, attack on some Sikhsen or 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 colon, colonial personnel. I just kind of suck on my, my teeth for a second. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they had people in, in, in all the buildings, you know, all the all the government buildings here. Like, you know, the mayor's office, the marshal station. I mean, probably the medical center. All right. Well, we'll, we'll I'll go ahead and keep that in the back of my mind. It, it, she's, it, do I, where, where'd she go? You said she's right there. Oh, she, uh, she kind of took off in a hurry. I, um, I might've tipped my hand a little bit there. <laughs> oh. So you had a, a person of interest, and you tipped your hand, and now this person of interest knows they're a person of interest and has skedaddled. Yeah. Okay. Did you get a, a skedaddling direction? Uh, up the street, yeah, I mean. Did she just, like, bail? Like, okay, I'd say, did you see where she went? Well, I, I, I assume she went back to her office, which is next door. What was Jenny's role in the investigation as well? She's she's the one that found Fred, and she's the one that called the marshal. Okay, office. so she just found him. Okay, yes. so I say, all right, well, that would have been, uh, just for future reference, if I am in the zone, there are a few things to interrupt me, you are correct, but one of them is uh, a person of interest. So Understood. I apologize. Consultant Bateman. Boston investigation. Uh, okay, so then the since one. she's in the wind, we'll yep. just head to the, the hospital. She's in the wind. <laughs> well, wait, wait. He she's around the corner. She's in he's, he's, he said she's she's probably at her office next door. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he it sounded like she's just gone. He didn't know. She's in her Call office. Yeah. He doesn't. Right, so he doesn't know that she's okay. in her office, but he watched her walk in the direction of her office. Okay, so then I'll, I'll use my detective skills to say that maybe we should go to her office then. Okay. Lock down the airport. <laughs> but we'll get in the car. Set up the barricade. Drive down the block. Get out the tire spikes. All right, Jenny, you come out of that house right now with your hands up. And I'm thinking L.A. stories with Steve Martin where he crosses the street by getting in the car, starting it, turning and doing the U-turn, parking on the other side and getting out of the other side. Effectively, yes. So, do okay. you shut the door? Do you reattach the caution tape? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll do All my, right. my You've been flustered so far, so I figured yeah. I'd ask. Thank you. All right. So you guys walk uh, the, you know, 45, 50 feet uh, to the office. Got the bullhorn out. Two rounds in the air. One at one. hostages go? Let Brad out. Let Brad walk out alive. I'm, I'm, I'm deputizing Bateman here. Here's your, your deputy's assault rifle. 
and your backup assault rifle. <laughs> All right, okay, so you so, get to the door. Yeah. And yeah, so I'll, I'll go in. Yeah, <laughs> no, if it's a business, then I'll go All in. Right. So as you come, come in, on. Jenny, Jenny, obviously Jenny, because there are two people. So let me back up. As you come in, you see to the left, there's there's a desk with a computer, and there's a woman behind it who looks up at you and kind of, her eyes open wide, and she kind of pulls back a little bit. Straight ahead of you, not to your left, straight ahead of you, is another desk with another computer, and you can see a head kind of bopping up and down with a set of headphones on it facing away from you. So uh, I'll, I'll step in, and I'm going to go ahead and look over at the, the woman with the wide eyes mm -hmm. and say... Now I'm gonna guess you're Jenny. Uh, yes, I. <laughs> and and she gets a look. It's it, it and you can see that the eyes kind of close a little. She goes, Lance, kind of pe peeking <laughs> over, right? She saw you a little bit. And then and then <laughs> she turns to the left. She's like, Brad, and she's yes. Um, can can I help you, Brad? Uh, yes, well, Jenny, I'm just following up on uh, what happened with Mr. Jones down the way there. Oh, and she looks visibly calmer, but she looks over one more time. She takes a pencil and throws it at the guy, the bobbing head. She's like, Brad! <laughs> and Brad, Brad comes up and is like, son of a gun, what the? Oh, hello, can we help you? Well, hey there, uh, Brad. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm just, you can go back to doing what you need for your job. I'm just talking to... Uh, to Miss, uh, what was the last name there, Jenny? Mullins, Jenny Mullins. Uh, Miss Mullins. So you you don't you don't worry your little head about it. So. From the block. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad kind of looks looks at you, looks at her, looks at you, <laughs> takes the headphones off and sits down and comes just under the level of the screen where you absolutely know he is eavesdropping. That, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> right. um, it's so more of to see she if She says, he... um, Marshall, and she gestures to the two seats in front of her. I'll <clears> say, <throat> all right, thank you, Bateman. You can go ahead and take a seat, too. And I'll sit down. <sighs> I'll say, all right, uh, Miss Mullen, so could you just um, go ahead and run through me that night that you uh, found Mr. Jones? You mean this morning? So, that, yeah, this morning. <laughs> uh, and I'll look at I'll look at <laughs> Yes, this morning. Thank you. You're, you're, and again, you guys haven't slept, yeah. right? So, <laughs> I, I apologize. I have a few different cases under my belt right now. Uh, this morning, yes. It, and when you, when you say that, she does get a, kind of a surprised look, and she says, oh, you... My understanding is you were supposed to have arrived yesterday. There's, oh, it, it, she just seems to have changed her whole kind of outlook. Just kind of changed. She said, uh, "Well, um, sorry. Uh, so, I I was coming to work this the this morning. I got an alarm code for the assayer's office. Uh, I know that Fred was supposed to be coming in, but he should she should have had his his code and." I came in and I, I noticed the door was open. I entered and I went over to I I, I did tell uh, Deputy Donaldson this, but I went over and he, he had a fairly good sized gash on the back of his head. He was laying on the floor. Uh, he, he was crumpled sideways and I did, I did tell uh, your deputy this, but I laid him on his back. It seemed to be more comfortable than I, and then I immediately called the, the medical office or the medical center. I immediately called the medical center. Okay, and uh, that corroborates, you know, how he was positioned when they found him and everything. Okay, I'll say, oh, all right, well, that, that 
that seems to check out from what was told for, to me. Uh, now, when you when you came in, did you you said you flipped him over? Did you? Well, not flipped him. I, I rolled him, and and, and she she kind of makes with her hands to show you what she did. Yes, yes. Uh, did you have any? You know, have I? He was. Was he a large person? No. No. Okay. No, that's, that's um. So that's Thor. Uh, so that I mean, did you uh, did you just go to him? Did you run through the house at all? Did you did you just help him call? I'm, I'm, I know you said house, but you meant office. Yeah, office. She says no. I just I the door was open. I he was there on the floor. I walked right up to him. Okay, and I'm I'm just gonna look and see. I'm gonna see if she's just trying to hide anything. You don't me. need to roll. Okay. No, she's she's taken on a different look than the the consummate professional. She seems to be very focused on trying to give you everything. She doesn't look dodgy at all. I'm not, not going to have you waste a roll where you're going to yeah. potentially have a. <laughs> okay, then I'm doesn't it seem a bit suspicious at all, Marshall, that she still had the code, the key code for the room? Wouldn't have Fred changed that key code, or do you have like some kind of backdoor and she's key code back that works? Like, Lance, what are you talking about? I'm the one who releases them. Right, but wouldn't he have changed it once he took possession of the of the of the building? Well, now, Jenny, would you need to facilitate changing? Yes, 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 I would. <laughs> and, and she, she, so she looks. So this is going to be something for you to watch. So she looks at Lance. She goes, "So Lance, in the case that someone say wanted to set up a business location." And they wanted to have access to it. Initially, they would be given access to it. But at the point when they went in, they would go in and change their codes. That wasn't done. He hadn't had the chance. That was the reason the alarm went off. Okay. Just just asking the questions people are wondering is all. People? I'm a person. I mean. <laughs> you said an alarm went off? Well... When I say alarm, she, she says, she takes her computer screen, she turns it halfway, she says, so Marshall, and she does turn it so it's not facing the pavement. Uh-huh. <laughs> she turns and she says, so Marshall presently seeks in his control of all these offices, and you'll, so you'll see a kind of a schematic of a small portion of the town, and boop, 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 it populates with little green lights in, in boxes. She says, this one here, and a little blue light, uh, one of the greens changes to blue, says, this is Fred's office. This is our office right here, she points out. And so you'll see that when I push this button, and you see the majority of them are red, his stays blue, and then a number of them are green. So a number of them went from green to red. She says that means that he's got his codes set and ready. He didn't put them in. He didn't change it over. I can't set them to him until he's there to do it. How's, how's he doing, by the way? Uh, I'll say, well, uh, you know, can't really discuss medical, you know, anything. Medical and she, anyway. she visibly looks kind of shocked. She says, he's, he's okay. I say, now, miss, I can't discuss anything. And I'm just going to try and have a calming tone. You know, okay. I can't discuss anything about medical, you know, medical, someone else's medical. Uh, now... That seems to all check out. So you saw that it, the alarm raised. You went yep. over to go check on yes, him. You I found did. the body. Yes. Okay. So excellent. the body. So he's he's. <laughs> it's a figure, ma'am. It's a figure of speech. I'm sorry. You found she's, Mr. Jones. She, she starts to get control of herself. <laughs> <laughs> she starts to get control. The victim. I apologize. It's a figure of speech. Don't worry. Uh, and so then I'll say, all right. Well, that sounds like all that I need. Thank you. You've been very helpful. Uh, if there's any, oh, oh. 
you seem to have, you know, the in for all this. Are there security cameras in any of these places? Like, is there footage from within there? She turns the screen back to herself and clacks a couple keys. She says, no, um, not, not yet. Actually, the majority of the buildings here don't have them. Ours, of course, does. But I'm, I'm sure Fred will set them up. Is that something the marshal's office needs? Well, if it, if it was there already, I was going to say, let's go ahead and take a look at it. You know, just want to see. I'm assuming the plugs are there, but nothing's been set up. Okay, excellent. Well, well, thank you for your help. Uh, you have yourself a good evening. And you too, Marshal. And she looks over and she says, See Lance. you, Jenny. <laughs> I think I can cross my Jenny favor off the favor list. Go ahead and give me an observation roll. <laughs> I'm never going <laughs> to. to see if she hates this man. <laughs> Uh, one success. Okay, so with one success, there's definitely something between Jenny and Lance. You're not sure what. You're reasonably sure it's not sex. But you're not <laughs> sure what. Okay? So as you guys are going out, you can hear Brad as you're shutting the door go, Who are you calling? She says, it's the medical center as the door shuts. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, after I this... You know, uh, about Will Bateman, uh, I don't think Jenny likes you very much. Well, sometimes you got to be the bad guy, Marshall, to get the <laughs> truth out of the real situations here. <laughs> I'll just chuck over there. Well, I mean, I guess I know that's the truth. Anything else that you either of you want to do for the evening? I mean, other than just going to check on him, but, yep. you know, other than just asking go, him. Yeah, going and checking on him, he's fine. He's been knocked in the back of the head. Uh, the stitches are there. He's he you know he's very nice and, and happy to see you. You know, glad that we're all through that thing. And he you know wants to hit you with a couple of the reminiscences of it was really crazy going down that hill. That kind of yeah. thing. Does Lance stay with you this whole time? If Lance, yeah, I'm, I'm interested okay. in making sure. So it's and he'll say Fred's hello to right. you too. He, we really didn't get to meet, but he introduces himself. And then when you introduce yourself. He actually reacts like he knows who you yeah, are. That's what I would expect. Not, not you know, some weirdness, but he, he says, oh, wow, uh, Mr. B, you've been, and, and he seems kind of surprised. He says, you've been sent out, he says, are you, are you the, the sector, uh, I'm going to call it, are you the sector exec then? Yes, Fred, that's correct, and that's why I take a personal interest in Sikhs and employees' health and well-being. Oh, well, wow. Uh, he, he says, well, I, I'm... I mean, I, I got a bump in my head, but I, I'll, I'll definitely be at work tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm, I, they're, they're, they're releasing me. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, I'm not worried about that, Fred. Take, take all the time you need. Take all the time. I, I, I did want to ask you, um, how, how did you fall exactly? How, well, I'm, I'm thinking it was about a 93, 95 degree turn from the back <laughs> of the. You know, and he's trying to give you like like physics of how Mr. he fell. Mr. Jones, he's asking, <laughs> did did you just stumble? I mean, did you pass out? Oh, you oh, seem like oh. a healthy man, Fred. I mean, it just seems kind of odd that you would just well, I, I try. reach your office I, I and just out pass some out of the carbs. Uh, I I don't know. I remember I remember getting a an odd feeling, and I'm going to give him a roll to did do you lock your knees? <laughs> do I remember him getting injured at all? He's the no. big guy, right? No. He's the he's the big guy, right? No, no, that, no. Oh. that's Goran Thorson. Oh, oh, okay. Gorin so, uh, so he says, um, and Goran was on the ship too. I think oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He okay. says, well, I, I I remember I remember heading into the office, I re and I remember that what I was supposed to do was I was supposed to hit the alarm code, 
to reset it, and then I was supposed to put in the new stuff. And somewhere between hitting the alarm code and <laughs> doing the reset, he says, I just, I got a, I got kind of a, a stinging pain back here, and then I, 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 I swooned. I, I just, I, I guess I hit my head. Um, the, the, uh, the deputy, one of, one of your men uh, had told me that I, I must have hit my head on the, on the cabinet. I, I don't remember doing it, but I mean, he, he kind of, <laughs> you know, points, points to the, the stitches. He says, but, but, you know, I've, I've, I can show you this. So I know something happened. I, I, so uh, he says stinging pain mm -hmm. and I'm like, this, you know, he, he looks young and healthy yep. and I'm like, Mr. Jones, do you, do you mind if I just look at what the doctor wrote about your, what, you know, what they found? Just to, he he just smiles. Says you're the, you're the marshal. So basically, what I'm looking is if there's pictures or anything, uh, just the back of his neck, like no you know. no. There's there there's uh, you can push on the little placard. You can push the thing and it'll show uh, basically a, a topical scan of his head, but nothing that's going to help you in that way. Yeah. And it's the standard kind of grainy. I mean, again, we're we're mixing we're mixing '80s tech with modern, but it's kind of the grainy scan. But the, you know, you've got you got basically green. Everything. Yeah, everything's yeah. green, right? So you know, all right. Well, well and you didn't you didn't get hurt. You weren't injured when we so were you know out and about, were we? I, were no, you? I mean, I got I got winded. That was a heck of a walk. But, yeah, but oh. no. All right. Well. Well, all right. I mean, you know, we just, you know, just investigate and make sure you're all right. Make sure nothing, well, no I, foul play was afoot. Well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. What, what possible purpose would there be? Yeah, no, Marshall, I, I, I think, I think we're fine. All, all right, well, if you Yeah, know, Fred's 39. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a whippersnapper to me. Uh, you know, I... Whippersnapper. <laughs> So yeah, all right. Well, you know, as long as you're all right and you're gonna heal on up, then that's that's all I need. It looks like you just you know stressful day. Could got twinge in the neck. You know, the yeah. doctors found out. If you want to get any kind of, you know, if you weren't hurt or if you have allergies or I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> if you want to get any further testing, then you know, get it done. But otherwise, it looks like you just passed out. Well, uh, thank you, Marshall. I, yeah, you know, now that you say say the twinge, he says. Yeah, it it was right. It was right here, and you know he's just rubbing the back of his neck. It, it's, I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna say I'm you, not a doctor, but you know, it just. You care if I if I take a look? Well, it, no, Mar Marshall, of course. Uh, I'm gonna spend ten minutes staring at. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Standard observation. I, I, I take off my glasses. And take, take a deep breath in. <laughs> Go ahead, give me an observation roll. <laughs> give him a little tickle. By the way, um, your uh, um, stress is gone. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Good. Do you have a talent where you add dice at all, like like uh, Richter's Comtech talent? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I get a plus one to observation. Okay. All right. I was just, I was wondering. I was hoping you got something. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I have ooh two successes. All right. Well, Two successes is what you need. Again, normally one success will get you guys anything. There will be some extreme cases, and in this case, with with his skin, you know, he's he's not necessarily a thin man. He's not huge, but you know, someone in their late thirties, you know, eating comfortably and all of that. As you look at him, you manipulate the skin, 
and it looks like there's an injection site there. Well, it's terrible that you know about that, but in your I line see. of work, you definitely know about that. Well, I'll be damned, Mr. Jones. And he's sitting there with your hands on his... What, what's, what's up, Marshall? <laughs> well, guess what, son? Uh, I'm sorry, but you're going to be staying here just a little bit longer. Looks like we got to get a talk screen on you. That right there, and I'll not, yeah, I'm not going to jab it, but I'm going to poke near it just to kind of like show, you know, like, right where right there, it looks like some kind of injection site. So I unless knew it. that's a doctor that did that, well, maybe someone was out for you, Mr. Jones, but we'll let the doctor figure out what was going on. So you stay tight here, I'm going to go get a doc. And you have yourself a good evening. We'll figure out what's going on. You don't move your don't move a little <laughs> your pretty little head and I'll walk off. All right, Bateman. Uh, thanks a lot, Fred. I, I knew there was something more to this. Just because we don't know the motive doesn't mean that nothing happened to you. So we're just going to take a little closer look. You know, keep yourself uh, keep yourself healthy and get get healed quickly. And uh, but but no rush. And if you're not at work tomorrow, that's perfectly all right. So as you go to leave, because Barrett has already left, he says, uh, Mr. Bateman. Why would somebody, there's nothing in there. I'm bringing most of the materials to start doing the assaying. There, there might be files from the from Whalen yutanis group, but what would somebody want? As far as I understand, I never even got to get up there. From what I understand, the residents upstairs where I'll be staying, there's nothing in there except furniture. What could possibly that, some, what could someone possibly want? That Fred is a great question and one I intend to get the answer. While to. you're talking to him, he reaches over, grabs a leather wallet, which is in a in a uh, basically a bowl up there, pulls it, and he says, "Nothing. My money's here. My my identity. What could somebody possibly want from an empty office?" You got me, but here's my card, Fred. And if you come up with anything or remember anything else as you come to, just uh, give me a call and let me know. <laughs> I, I, I assure you I'm... Thank you, Mr. Bateman. Yes. And he sets the card... Currently a consultant the for along. the uh, local Marshall Station. Oh, well, congrat congratulations. And sets the card in with his wallet. So where do you go, Baird? So I go to the, the doctor on call. Okay. I already forgot. Right. So... Uh, you're gonna you're gonna go find Doctor Morrison. Yeah, so uh, I'll find the nearest you know nearest nurse that I right. see and say, there you know, you was uh, Doctor Morrison at? Um, give me just a moment, and he, the nurse, walks over to the wall mount, pushes and says, um, Rose, could you page Doctor Morrison down to room sixteen? And you you hear you hear the Doctor Morrison room sixteen, and you see a guy walking down the hallway towards say, you guys. Hey, thank you there. Uh, and so then and the I'll nurse wait. Leaves. Yeah, I'll wait for Dr. You wait Morrison. for Morrison to actually get to you. So, you know, it's not that long of a walk, but he walks up and he says, uh, yes, may I help? Uh, Marshall, as he notices the badge. So something that you haven't noticed other people doing. So there's something different about Morris. I don't mean weird, just he's a little more aware of positions. So he looks and he says, uh, Marshall, what? What can I do for you? Ah, Dr. Morrison. So, um... You're the one who called. Yes, yes. Well... I was was just a hair from getting out of here and, you know, chalking this up, this incident up to, you know, Mr. Jones in there just getting a little dizzy and knocking himself out. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and I'm, I'll go in there and show you, but uh, I found it uh, on the back of his neck. So, Bateman, you're coming out as Baird and the doctor are starting to walk in. Yeah, and so I'll say, I'll, I'll you know, something on his neck, and I'll say, Mr. Jones, if you could, please. 
Oh, I'll just yeah. Kinda hover. So he leans forward and he points. And I'll and say, takes Zan out of the way. Right there, Doc. That right there looks like an injection site to me that right Mr. Jones here doesn't know about. Now, did you guys inject him with anything while he was here? He says, no, I, I assure you, absolutely not. And he manipulates it with his fingers and says, well, that's peculiar. I'm, uh, and he starts asking yeah. questions of Mr. Jones. You know, do you... Do you, you, you have patient comp, doctor confidentiality and he looks at you, right, Marshal? Yes, yes. I mean, if it's something that, that you do for yourself, be it thrust or anything else, and, and Jones immediately, first of all, looks at Bateman, right? And then looks up at the doctor and says, no, 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 don't touch this stuff. It, it, uh, lots of friends that do, but never, never, not even once, not even in college. <laughs> I tried it, but I didn't inhale. But I didn't inhale, exactly. So I'll say, all right, well, I stuck it in, but I didn't inject. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, 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 Doc, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you run your... If you could run some talk screens, try and figure well, out yes, if he was, what we injected with, uh, and go ahead and just, um, you know, get, uh, see if I can get a report tomorrow, uh, if that's all right. Or when it comes in, actually, and I'll flip out a card and hand mm -hmm. him. Could you he just says, give me a call? Of course, of course. And he walks over to the wall mount and he says, that's is Peterson available? And you hear the same voice that was over the loudspeaker comes back and says, uh, he is, yes. Could you send him down to room 16? And he says, yeah, absolutely, Marshall, we'll get to the bottom of this. And then I'll say, all right, Bateman, let's head on out. We're done for the night. Right behind you, Marshall. Look, I just want to say, I really appreciate you taking the time to look into this further. And as you're saying that to him, Bateman, as you guys are walking out, Fred says, really, Doc, and loudly in your direction, I've never touched this stuff. <laughs> I, don't do, I don't do any kind of narcotics. I'll give him a look like, you got nothing to worry about, Fred. Say, all right, Bateman. Well, uh, you get yourself a place then. I think I got it all worked out. Thanks for checking. That's I won't need to stay another night in the Hotel de Marshall Station. All right, we'll go ahead and clean up that room. Uh, all right, well, do you want me to just take you back there? I'm, I'm off for the night. Um, yeah, that works for me. I appreciate the ride too. All right, so for evening, Marshall, what would you like to do? You currently don't have a place. Yeah. It is too late today to get one, so you have your place, obviously, at the Marshall Station. Yeah, and I mean, it's still early evening. Yep, um, absolutely. That's what I'm asking. What are you looking to do? To be honest and not in a, you know, to meet way, I would probably go to a bar. Okay. And just try and see what the local area. So as you like. come in and are looking, you you quickly figure out that there's the raucous bar, there's the the obvious drinking bars, and then there's kind of kind of seems to be the snobby effete bar. I don't really feel. I have a couple names to throw out. Okay, Ooh. I'm ready. So for the quieter, nicer bar, I yep. was thinking it'd be the the name would be Haley's Comet, but everyone would just call it Haley's. Got and it. Be like I the like owner. It. And then I was thinking for the crappy bar, the Lucky Duck would be kind of funny. But that one, I'm, I'm less... All right. I was thinking for the crappy bar, Clyde's Cluster. I like that, too. <laughs> Clyde's Cluster. Let's cluster. go to the Cluster. That's funny. Yeah, the Cluster. Yeah. Like cluster. cluster of I like stars, that yeah. more. I need one more. Uh, all right, that's you, Josh. <laughs> Wait, what was the last one? Uh, the Clyde. Last one? Uh, Clyde. No, we've cluster. got Haley's Comet, the Lucky Duck, Another and shitty Clyde's one. Cluster. And this this one would be a, a less... This would kind of be the Everyman Bar. Hmm. The blue collar bar? Yeah, kind of the blue collar bar, exactly. I want to go drink. I don't necessarily want to get hit on, but I, I don't necessarily want to fall asleep there. The sticky wicket. <laughs> or the blue collar one? <laughs> the 
We like to go down this. Uh, let's see, blue collar. We'll come. We can come yeah, back. Yeah, we'll that. come back. To which that. of the which we of those would there. you go to? Blue collar are the uh, are not like the, the uh, Rockets and right? I mean the. <laughs> so you're going yeah. to the sticky yeah. wicket. Oh, well, I mean like so yeah I mean the yeah, if the wicket. the working man's bar that wouldn't be like just corporate. Would it? No, it be, yeah, no, I mean right. working man. Then yeah. I mean honestly, it'd probably be the working man's bar. Perfect. <laughs> it's called Tractor Supply. I love it. <laughs> <The> boar's nest. Boar's <laughs> nest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about just blue collar? Yeah, I don't hate it. That's, it's kind of fun. Yeah, all right. It's just it's very on the point because you're right. like, you know what? We don't care. It's just- so you go there, you drink. Um, as you initially, when you come in, you're gonna get the you know the the response from the bartender once the bartender realizes bartender like like the doc notices the marshal's badge as soon as you are close enough for him to. First response, of course, is the marshal. Everything okay? And uh, oh. No, no, and I'll take the marshal's badge off and tuck it away. I'll right. say, no, I'm I'm off duty. Don't worry. Well, Just very good. Then he switches to, how are you doing? You know, pleasure to meet you. He introduces himself, gets you a drink, and the night will go from there. Yeah. For Bateman, you head back to your first story uh, room that you will have at least for the near future. As you come in, you remember yeah. earlier in the day, the one of the two beds, of course, is thrashed. Completely. The other bed, of course, has all your stuff sitting on it, and it's made. Cool. Uh, what are you going to do for the evening? We're so, coming in around 7-ish. Yeah, I'm just going to get settled in, and um, I want to get my opening soon hot sign hanging in the in the door so that nobody bothers me. And um, just get all my gear, like my laptop set up. And All right, so you're going to stay in tonight? Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, so as you start moving around, you'll notice that you have a... Blinking light on yeah. your phone, on your in-house phone, oh. and you notice that it's one of those ones that's old enough that it actually blinks from the number of messages. You have three messages. Boop. All right. So as you go through the first one, the first one is. Are they like video messages? No, yeah, yeah. no. There's. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff you gave me last night. <laughs> Bateman, Lance, it's your mother. <laughs> Recently, <laughs> you can try to hide your number, but I always find it, Lance. Oh, that's frightening. Then you get the, where the fuck are you? I'm in the hospital having your kid. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> well, I love it. So those are the first two. <laughs> the third one, I was I was going to have a little work coming up with, but that's perfect. All right, so so Lance does have an estranged mother, Not and uh, uh, potentially... A bun that's just been released in the oven. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you were born, But then the last, the last one. Last oh, one no. Is... <laughs> There's a paper. Oh, no. <laughs> the last one is Katrina Hill. Oh. And you don't immediately recognize her, but it's, it's only a few words before you realize it's her. She says, Lance, you're not there. This is Katrina Hill. I wanted to meet with you. I have some information I want to run by you before I actually run into the expose. Do you possibly have some time either this evening or tomorrow? Call me. And she you've got her number now. Her space number. Contact. Space number. Her contact. We're going to stay number. with contact. Again, I'm, I'm utilizing the PDD as the everything thing. So once somebody's got your number, just mark it down. You guys have the PDD contact. And you guys can still do all the stuff like 
they, you know, send it to voicemail and <laughs> in the PDD is the is space silent. So it's supposed to be like SPDD, but it, they just they just it's, no one mentions it. <laughs> you still killing me from the first one when we had space tang. Because Tang is space Tang. It is, yeah. Space it's orange juice. Space. Yeah. It's, it's super space. It's the next step. It's the next space frontier. Tank. It's not the final one. There's other ones. Improved Tang. Lance, what do you do? So yeah, I'll go ahead and give her a call. I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like it, but it's, it seemed like maybe well, she it's time sensitive. Or okay, so yeah, I, if it's, if I can wait, if it seems like I can wait in the morning, then I'll wait to the morning because to be to remind everyone i've only slept two hours since i got on, yes, on the planet so i did pop a nap uh, a never sleep earlier this morning oh, no. never sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was like whenever i only got two hours at, at, in the uh, marshall station before i moved out and um and so i'm still i'm still a little jacked on that but i can see myself crashing hearts pretty soon so, so. a couple of couple of bottles out of the the honor bar there and yeah then... <laughs> yes okay so i'm gonna run forward to next morning so I'll start with you, Richter. Obviously, with Kamari, you get up. She offers you, can I can I make you breakfast? Absolutely. So you guys head out. I don't know how you're Wait, dressed. Head out. Wait a minute. She's no, like, you head out to the kitchen. Oh, okay. I don't know how you dress, but she's going to cook you. Whatever it is that she cooks, I'm not going to worry about food, but whatever she, she cooks, it's excellent. All right. Very good. I like, and, I like, um, her, I like her cooking. Yeah. So... She finishes up. She sits down with you. I'm assuming she's in kind of like a robe type thing, but you know, not the cheesy cheap thing, but you know, a nice, you know. I'm somebody in my, my box. Right, I figured. A cigar in my mouth. Right, <laughs> somebody, somebody who is, you know, this is a well-to-do person who has confident wealth, not auspicious. She's, she's got not a trying to show cloth up. Blue right, right, something smart, but 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 not cheap. So yeah, you guys are eating. If you at once. <laughs> some point, if you have your hand just sitting up there eating, you know, left hand up, eating with your right, she'll put her hand gently on, on your hand. She says, now, would you, given your real name, Yeah. and would, would she know you as Alistair? Yeah. All right. So she says, um, Alistair, and she puts her hand on your yours. She says, I, I want you to know that, that this is a, a one-time thing. I'm, and she, she gets a little misty. She says, I'm, I'm going to be leaving tomorrow where are you going well and she's cheap then we'll kind of unload she holds it together she doesn't ball or anything because that would be unseemly but she tells you she has she has a fairly fairy fairly voracious sickness that is catching up with her she's heading in system to Seoul in the hopes that they can do something there and you're leaving tomorrow I'm leaving tomorrow well you know uh I will let you know that, you know, uh, it is my intention to make good with, with, with Langtree and in hopes of having a uh, productive, uh, collaborative, uh, working relationship. And, you know, maybe maybe before you leave, since you are kind of handed the torch to her, you know, maybe you can uh, just put in a good word, not, you know, just so that, you know, she knows that I'm putting my best foot forward representing the Marines, um, you know, and, and how we operate with civilian entities. Um, so that she's, you know, so that we're on the same page. She uh, pats your hand. She says, I, I do understand. 
clicking back, Dr. Langtree, did you did you talk to her at all in in the hours of eating and cooking, or eating salad, cooking the dinner? Did you talk to her at all about what happened? Because I don't remember that you did, but I just would you have? I would have gone over it generally, but any kind of but like, not, yeah, yeah, any kind of beef that I had, I would have kept inside. That's not perfect. Like no, and I, that's why I was asking. I wouldn't have expected. Yeah. So she says, I I will definitely do that, but I I we have always had at the medical center we've always had a very strong working relationship and i don't think that a new sergeant especially one as as nice as you should pat your hand again would would cause any any ruckus so but i will certainly put in a word for you of course i stand i'm gonna say well yeah definitely the last thing i'd ever consider myself uh being someone might call it ruckus because i bend her over the kitchen table and give it to her one more time <laughs> before she leaves planet I want to make sure that she remembers that anytime she thinks of this place, the first thing she wants to do is come see me. I love it. That's my okay. kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> it is her place till tomorrow. <laughs> my bad. Hey, Jesus, I'm like around the corner coming back to the table and I hear, and before I bend her over the table, I'm just like, boom, what's happening? So I want to be clear. He's, he's not you caught it the best Richter part. was here in the table. <laughs> Maybe, maybe with his bacteria. <laughs> She's a doctor. She'd wipe it down. Okay. okay. <laughs> She's sanitized. She sanitized the place, you know. But All right. You know, yeah, that's good. I want to make sure I just really eat my breakfast there. I want, to, I want to make sure that she's like, you know, she ever comes back when she, you know, she's first thinking thing of you. She sees, she's thinking of me, and okay. the first thing she tells the dog is, "Have you, have you seen Drifter?" That <laughs> from there. You still got another day off. Where where would you head in general? Would you go see the town? So I, I want to spend a little bit of time. Well, so I know Perkins. We lost Perkins, and yes, and his father is the major. Yes. All right. So I don't need to. I don't need to be too concerned with reaching out to his family because the major is his family. Right. To, uh, and you would assume the major would take care of yeah, that with anyone uh, else. You know, I guess I'm going to follow up, and I want to follow up and just, just out of my own curiosities, because having had that run-in with the UPP guys mm-hmm. at Boathouse, I, I want to circle back to base and find out what they were able to come up with from a diagnostic on the, uh, the, the residue from the from the ship, okay. the drop ship, All right. see if it was an actually uh, some kind of like thermite deposit or something like that from an explosive. Okay. Because uh, I, I am curious for my own, you know... Um, Thing to see if we were hit by a rocket, if we were shot down, or did we run into something? Yeah, that that makes sense. All right, so that anything else that you would do? Mm. I'm just kind of I'm I'm kind of getting the just the feel for everyone, so I can kind of keep you guys on the same timeline. Do I know anyone? So, you know, well, I guess I need to understand what is what is what does Sergeant Richter know about other corporations as far as their involvement? So. You know, I know that the you know the Colonial Marines they're in charge of uh, of securing borders and space and things like that. Right. Where the the marshals are in charge, they're charged with uh, upholding colonial law on certain systems of colonies. Correct. Generally, the the basically once you leave the planet, it becomes colonial marine jurisdiction as far as enforcing. We're border patrol basically. Yeah. Uh, by default, right? But even stronger, the way you would look at it is what we're seeing is. You work for the UA. Yep. That's what the USCMC works for is directly the UA. Indirectly, but it's pretty much a known thing through most people. You work for the corporations. In almost every case, Whalen yutani 
first, but you are called in periodically for other corporations. So you have, maybe not you, but you know that the USCMC has gone out for Seekson, LaSalle Biotech, any of the major corporations you guys will be called in somehow it always ends up being a military thing yeah, sure. but yeah like now who stands who stands guard at the mayor's office or does no one stand guard like nobody be stands, the it, there's no police there's no like no, no but something that happens on planet that's civilian is a hundred percent marshals yeah. in most cases a murder would be marshals now right the marshal could be called in to the military base if the military chose to give it to them. Otherwise, military military base is military, that's USCMC, unless the marshal's called on there, it's not his jurisdiction. So think of the planet with everything that's military as being a whole, all the rest of that is his. So if he asks, and this is the other possibility, if he asks or passes something to the military, which is what he did with the UPP incursion, if he, as marshal, passes that back to to the military, now it's their jurisdiction. So, in general, the majority of solid objects other than ships are going to be marshal if they have been contracted. So, a space station would be the marshal, not the USCMC, if they're contracted for that station. They would be this planet, which you know they've been contracted for. The other question you'd ask, your knowledge of corporations would be as far as you would like to take it. So Dave may have more information about the corporations than Richter, but on the other side again, Richter's Richter been around for a long time. Right. Yeah, Richter so. may know more than Dave, the player does. Yeah, probably does. So so that's right. that's your choice. How much did you want to be involved in? So how long has the colony been in place? So the colony has been here seven zero, seventy years. Seventy years. Start off as a Wayland Yatani colony. Yep. Seekson's looking to basically take over whatever Wayland Yutani's leaving behind, right? Sort of. So Wayland Yutani owned the colony. Right, right. The colony is now asked to be set free from the yoke of Wayland Yutani. And in return for that, Wayland Yutani has to do nothing, and they are getting 50% of the profits made on all extracted oil. Okay. So now, in the UPP's. Uh motivations you know how do they directly compete with like while like you're trying to establish footholds you know I mean UPP are kind of like you know from what I've read you know they're kind of like the Cold War you know um, you know China and Russia you know yep. Cold War era China Russia correct um, so for them to have been you know it come to my surprise that that they are here on planet right they really don't have any business being here they have no business being here this is a free colony and the only reason they would be here is because they're after something specific right you would think right. yes or or just general mischief Sixon made the working joe right yeah uh, Seekson's the ones that made the working joe. they made the working joe pre uh, like neural inhibitor or whatever that basically made them like unable to hurt others right they, they manufactured this this working Joe synth yes. that uh, was put out. I and there's never been any accident since that happened. Right. According, according to Lance Bateman. But it's it's probably well... There's no official ones. That's probably, correct. Well, now, is it known that uh, that some of these working Joe models were sold to other uh, companies and were used for various projects, some 
of a, of a non. Yeah. Would it be would it be open? Everybody watching, like like everybody knows what Disneyland is basically, unless you're well, on like, the rock. But Disneyland kind of still of the, has well, so, Chevy trucks. Right, right. Yes. So like they a, don't have Disney Marine, trucks. Right? Being a Marine you know? sergeant, I've I been in many briefings, right, and I've and I've been privy to a lot of different intelligence reports that have been shared with me based on mission orientation. So, yes. you know, in my in my history of, of briefings um, and, in, and intel, you know. Whoever come across anything that would lead me to believe that, you know, uh, seeks and sold um, uh, working Joes to other corporations to be used as combat sense. No. Okay. You would, that would, if that's out there, that would not be common knowledge in any way. That would well, not intel be, would be classified right. information. No, I'm so saying yeah. it would not be common knowledge, meaning people would not know that. That would, uh, on, on That'd be top, a black op. At, yeah, that would be black op. On well, that'd top, be military stuff. Yeah. There'd be like a mission-oriented yeah. thing going, hey, we On top, that. no. That's okay. not what they were done for. Okay. The objective Operation with the working Joe was shield. to make... The objective of the working <laughs> Joe was to make something inexpensive right. to replace at the time the David and... The Bishop. No, not the bishop. The David and I forget the other model. That the, the two from from Prometheus. From Prometheus. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Basically, a faceless, right. more robot, less person. All right. Now we didn't take any. Did we take any uh, prisoners uh, from the uh, boathouse? I don't remember. You you, you took yeah. So so to bring you back up with that, you took four prisoners. Right. You brought them in, and then. Two of them were. Two of them were. Oh yeah. Killed. They, killed, they killed themselves. One so. was hung, one. All right. So one hung himself. Two <laughs> yeah. were killed, and one has disappeared, and nobody has found so hiding or hair of he that. Disappeared Boom. after being incarcerated. Correct. From the Marshall Station. They didn't have him at the military no, base. No, not from the. Marshall they were station. at the military yeah, base. The military okay. Base. For some reason, I thought that was at the Marshall. They station. escaped the military station. Nobody knows what happened to them. Correct. So that means there's a mole. Yes. Correct. Thank you. And and you Thank know you. you know about the um, finally you, you also know about the looped camera. Right. You found out that that was done on site, but from one of the external ports. Uh, do I have any contacts inside the base that are other contact specialists, ones that maybe just monitor incoming and outgoing uh, transmissions, uh, communications transmissions? Um, I'm going to do a little of my own research. Yeah, let me. I'm concerned about the I'm, I'm concerned about the backlash of the uh, UPP incident. Uh, even though I am mili I'm kind of protected by the military, but um, you know, depending on the kind of uh, the, the kind of blowback that, that comes from uh, you know these guys getting killed, uh, you know, I want to uh, you know I want to yeah. arm myself with with enough info and maybe uncover enough to, to paint them dirty if I need to. <laughs> gotcha. So what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you. Oh. Yeah, what the hell? I'll have you make a manipulation roll. All right, cool. So, there. I just got better at that. Yeah, I just got better at that. <laughs> cool. All, right. All right, here we go. Four dice. Uh, nothing. All right, I'm going to push it. Push it. Well, no, this is not something for pushing. You were asking, did you know? Oh, okay. Right. So, you don't, because it's a new location, because it's kind of at the ass end of space, okay. you don't know anyone else here. Your, your unit moved as a full unit here to add to... Major Perkins, uh, basically battalion that's here. So does the, the do the Marines monitor? There's got to be something. Yeah, they, a major they network. Got to. Does the Marines monitor only military transmissions incoming and outgoing, or do they monitor colony wide transmissions? So let's let's and let's go this way. Because I'm thinking Mar the colony has been told that the Marines will follow the military bands and military chatter and space to ground. 
Okay. You know that's bullshit. Well, they're monitoring everything. You know they're monitoring everything they possibly can. Yeah. All right. So then I need to. So I'm going to spend some of my time. So half my time I'm going to try and figure out, or as much time as I need, to try and figure out if we were hit by uh, some kind of projectile. Okay. Um, to see are you going to? Are you going to? I'm going to use the words correctly. Are you going to interfere with the group that is currently working with that information? Are you? Going into the the yeah, I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go and be so like, you're gonna you know, go and be a part of it. I'm gonna go and ask, you know, and be like, right. so you know, what well, not we... just ask. Are you gonna be a part of it? Are you gonna sit in there? Are you gonna get in their way? Or are you uh, just gonna I'm say, gonna... what do you got, and then leave? Come back a couple hours. What do you got now? Yeah, yeah. I just want to go in to find out where we're at with it. Okay. Know? I just want to get an update, you know. And yeah, I don't want to go and you know, that's not my forte. Is that's why I'm asking because it's not. Thing. Yeah, that's. And then I want to spend the rest of my time trying to figure out who I would get into contact with at the base. You go, hey, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, about the UPP contingent uh, here on the planet and why they're here, you know, if they've received any type of transmission, you know. Somebody that can basically be like, hey, I need you to log in and just maybe share what's going on, you know. Do, gotcha. some, dirt, do some dirty work for me without, uh, you know, getting us in too much well, they, trouble. W- they didn't start investigating that after the debriefing? Well, I don't know. I mean, they probably would have. I mean, I would well, the hope they would have. Well, the base interested in it. You know, my military base. tried to tell them about it, he wasn't interested in it. Well, so one of the things that you would know as a sergeant, that you would know as a military man, is you have a certain purview. You have a certain collection of things that you're supposed to be. I have a certain need. I'm on a certain need to know basis. Those are things that you're supposed to be involved in. Right. So all of the things that you're talking about are outside of what you need to know. Right. That doesn't mean you don't want to know. Exactly. I'm at a point where I want to know. Right. So you're bypassing that. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I think that, you know, the interaction between having killed a couple of the UPP... Um, you know, uh, you know, assets. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Probably, probably, it. probably not seeing the last of them. So I want to be prepared. All right. So we'll start with going into the lab. So going into the lab, if you're not going to make a nuisance of yourself, if you're coming and say, "Hey, what do you guys have?" Start knocking shit over. Well, but I don't mean it that way. But I mean, <laughs> oh, like, look at uh, this. Is this important? Yeah. Oh. But I mean, oh, doing oh. things like. You know, if you want to not keep these. What's that? Way. Or did you consider this? Or, you know, if you just go in and say, "Hey, what do you got for an update?" You know, I brought this, the stuff in. Yeah, if that's know, what, hey, I'm looking. You know, but what I'm saying is, if you're basically in and out, and not and not messing. I want, with I want to push them for a diagnosis. I don't want to. I don't want to be like, okay, just check it. No, I want to be like, what are we right, really? So you're gonna, what are you're we gonna be really dealing right. with? So I think it's probably a manipulation. So now it's a manipulation. Okay, role. Right, exactly. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'm really trying to trying to get to the bottom of what we're dealing with here. All right, I don't have any, but I'm going to push it. I should be able to, okay. I'm going to push this one. So this get, one you can certainly push. Right, so this one this becomes a different thing. Okay. Here we go. Come on. I have one. Okay. So there's a, there's a couple of guys working on it, and initially they're like, yeah, yeah, Sergeant, we'll get to you, but then you then you push it, mm-hmm. right? You kind of put in a little harder, and they're like, well, so we don't we don't have a lot yet. But here's the way we're going, and the two guys that are working with one piece, you got you got probably I'm gonna say four people working in, in on the lab on this thing. The two guys that are working on the residue right now say, so we we've ruled out the obvious, which probably we should have ruled out to begin with, but the major license to be thorough. So it was not biological. There it wasn't some kind of a, a bird or giant insect okay. or something of that sort. As far as we can tell, it also was not some kind of weather. What we're looking at is what this stuff is, and you can see the the little machine going, the you know, with the little beeps and whirs as it's running through stuff, and and you can see these little char- um, 
you'll see a tape coming out with these little lines here. And so the tape's pretty long and he starts bringing you through. So this is all standard residue. Anything metal is going to come through with this, you know. And do they have a, do, do they just have the scrapings basically, right? That's what, what you guys brought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you guys didn't cut up anything. But they, he's going through, you know, he's, he's showing you these are all normal. It's these here, and he goes quite a ways out the tape. He goes, and you can see there's already a big red circle. He says, it's these here that I think we're going to be able to connect this up with. We have a call in to the marshal's office right now. There's a few things that we're trying to rule out. So, how oh, marshal's office? Gonna know. Well, marshal's office has been here. We may have troubles. I don't know anything about the new marshal, but the old marshal worked with us pretty well. Give me an empathy roll, straight, no, uh, straight empathy. yeah, just straight empathy, no, damn it, what are these called? No stress dice. Okay. Just empathy. Well, you got one. You got one, wow, all right. So, yeah, so, you kind of have that every man kind of, kind of talk about yourself. You, you're comfortable. So, he says, well, so, in the past, the marshal's office, and he gets a little quieter, and the two of them, obviously, are in on the same thing. Okay. says, the, the marshal's office periodically will get us stuff that we need to make comparisons. We had uh, a few years back, and I know you weren't here yet, but a few years back we had an incident where we had a number of men coming in on thrust. Now, some people like to do it for recreational purposes. That's, that's their choice. I don't. And then he winks. You know, and, and the, the guy is the guy is with him winks too. He says, loves what is drugs. What is thrust is the drug. You're, you're asking him. Matson, what is that? He says, because I don't oh. know. Richter doesn't know what that is. Yeah, he says thrust. Well, it's it's actually one of the one of the bigger drugs that's been passed around. He said it's easy to put together. You know, it's it's easy to to move. In a lot of cases, it can be moved in a gel. So somebody thinks it's some form of a lubricant or some form of an applicant, and. He says it it gets you flying. It, it can call thrust. Thrust you up. New from Seekson. Thrust. Thrust. So what does this what does this thrust make you do? Well, it doesn't make you do anything. He says, uh, what what happens is you get what I've heard is <laughs> it it gets you up to a so high. As he corrects himself, do yeah. I think that he's uh, oh without a doubt. Oh okay. Right. Without a doubt. So he says. What I've heard is that it takes you up to a certain point, and you just kind of what's his rank? Coast down. Is he military person? He's no. He has to be military. He's he's going to be somebody who would have had some kind of a degree. So would he be a lieutenant? Is he an officer? I'm asking. He could be a total. He could be a corpsman. He could be with a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if he needed a degree, I don't know. You know. Yeah. All right. So he's a lab worker, basically. Yeah, but know? with that, I, I, I he could be, a, I, he could be a private that just yeah. all he does is read the, the the printout. You know what I mean? Where the ones actually writing the reports in the final diagnosis reports, things like that, are going to be the higher ranking guys. All right. So he's going to be one of those. The the whole crew in here is going to be the upper end. These are the guys that decide which tests to run, run those okay. tests, and then write the reports. As he corrects himself, I'm going to go put my hand up, be like, look, it's not my first rodeo. Be, be on the up and up with me. I don't care whether you do or you don't. So he, he finished what he was you saying. Tell so, me what it does. So you come up, and then you fly back down. You just coast down. It's about an eight-hour ride. Okay. And he says, and you can you can do most of your work. And he looks at the guys with, with him, and the other guy says, yeah, you can do most of your work. Most of your work without any, any problems. Okay. He says, but there was a bad batch a few years back. And we needed to find out for the base where it was coming from, we needed to stop that group from coming in. Because obviously, if somebody were to be using it, 
and it didn't affect the work, that's great. The Bad Batch was affect, affecting people's work. Now, every once in a while, the marshal will work with us. What we're specifically looking for, and he moves papers around on the desk and then finally grabs a, a printout, and he says, ah, there it is, and, and shows it to you, he says, it's these. And what, he's, what you're looking at is a printed out picture of a drone. He says, these here, we're thinking it's one of these. What is that? He says, well, that's, that's a, a high altitude drone. Uh, it's most cases it's for planetary surveys. Not sure what the hell it would have been doing up at that level now. Not, not over that area, but. Do you think we hit one of these things, or do you think it deployed? So both both of them look at each other and, and you know he he says if we're being on the up and up, we are. I I think I don't think you hit it. I think hit it hit you. Or do you think it deployed some type of ordnance? Well, that's that's what we're something. He 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 pulls the tape back out. He goes, that would be in this area, and you just basically see a flat line through the whole area. He goes, that would be explosives. That would be some kind of ordinance. He says, this here. As he flips back, he goes, this is this is going to be telltale. We just we've got to go against them. You know what, Sergeant? Give us give us four hours. I tell you what, I just so happen to have a uh, a connection with the new marshal. I'll take these. The I new, got, the I, new marshal. Yeah, as I, what I do is I reach out to the, the tape, you know, and I, you know, you hear me, you hear me do this. Oh, you're gonna tear it? I'm like, you know, why don't you? You know, I'll go ahead and uh, <laughs> take this, and, uh, and I'll go down there and, uh, you know, make sure he knows to keep an eye out for something like this, and uh, in exchange, uh, you know what? I'll make sure that you guys have a good uh, working relationship. This is so, so, well, I appreciate that, Sergeant. And he's smiling. And the other one is just short of laughing. He says, "That's not gonna help you. They, they're they're not gonna know what that is." The drum. I'm talking about the picture of the drum. Oh, I got yeah, you. That's I what got I ripped out of there. Oh, okay. Yeah. He says, "Because this is what we're looking. This is what we're looking yeah. for. That's what means something to me." Yeah. Well, uh, 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 so, so, Sergeant, let me let me stop you there. What else you got? What what we need is we need to find out what information they have. So yes, if you can have somebody from the marshal's office contact, well, contact the lab. And okay. you, you know how to contact the lab. Have them contact the lab. That would be great. That that takes something off of my plate. Okay. That would be that would be wonderful. Thank you, Sergeant. All right, and then uh, if you've got an update for me in four hours, I'd appreciate a call. Do you need a call into the lab? And what you get is, do you, are you gonna give him your PDD? Or yeah, do you I want give him my PDD. All right, so he's got that. So you'll, you'll get, you figure you're gonna get that from him. Okay, so you step out with that. So then, for you, as you're wandering, Biggs, uh, Biggs passes by and says, Sergeant, I thought you were on R&R for two days. I am. Very good. And he and just... I keep walking. Right and in. he just where's, leaves. I look back. Where's Biggs going? Is he so, head, I'm heading out of the lab. Is he heading in there? Oh, not in the lab. No, no. Oh, you're yeah. just in, in one of the hallways. Was he in civilian attire? Or was he no, in no, no, no. He didn't get time off. You did. Oh, he didn't get time off. Yeah. Oh, no, because he'd already slept and everything. I mean, he's, he's yeah, been I'm, here, right? Yeah, I'm off. Yeah, I'm on leave. So yeah. that's, just right, but he, and he, just, he just said, oh, yeah, just okay. and, and walked on. So then All I'm right. going to take this new info that I've got, and I'm going to head down to the marshal's office. Okay. All right. see if Baird is down there. Perfect. So, Dr. Langtree, for the next day, you get up. You've stayed on site at the medical center. Comfortable evening. It's nice. They appear to have soundproofed it. Anything short of them calling in on you, and you wouldn't, you don't hear any of the hustle and bustle outside. Nice. Um, so next morning, somebody somebody chimes in. It's probably Rose ending her shift, uh, asking if you wanted them to save some food in the cafeteria. 
yeah, I'll, I'll say, yes, please, I'll be out shortly. Okay. And you eat, a, <laughs> you eat a nice meal, and are you ready to start your day? Yeah, so I would probably send an email to Dr. Kumari mm-hmm. asking if she has, like, an official, um, like, route she wants to go through for the contract for the housing. Like, if there's, like, her realtor or whatever. Um, I would say it more professionally than that. Cause I'm yeah, of course. No. Cause I'm Dr. Langtree. Right. And then, so I'm, I'm motherfucking Dr. Langtree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, I, I so I would start my day. I'd do my rounds. I'd go with... Well, wait. So you send that. Yeah. And as you start your rounds, boop, boop, you've got a contract that comes back. Okay. I, I would come back to that. Okay. Yeah, that's a personal thing. Yep. Um, like, I'd probably send the email during breakfast. Right. And, and so it then, comes back long before breakfast is over. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Um... And so, yeah, I'll start my day. Okay. Is there anything outside of the day that you're looking to do? Yeah. Kind of these extraneous things. What extraneous things? I want to look into the experimental, you okay. know, whatever. The, right, the grant program. Yes. I want to look at look in and just kind of go start at, like, the most current experiment and go backwards. Okay. How deep do you want to dive in? Do you just want to look? So my question is, so let's say that there's 10 things going on. Do you just want to look at, oh, you know, this one is, you know, embryo expansion. This one is, you know, the effects of thrust on, you know, native yeah, species. Yeah, I imagine there'd be just, some... Just looking at the topicals. Yeah, what's what's the word, like, when you write an essay about your experiment, like a practical... I know what you're talking about, but you're going to look at the basics for each of Yeah, what is the experiment hoping to find out? What are the findings? So, is there something you're looking specifically for? All right, so... The experiments that are currently running are all pretty innocuous. They're all based on the planet. So there's they are something either in people's, some form of people's, you know, normal person's reaction to the air quality here, the water quality here, the food quality here. There are some, there are a couple that are based on the bacteria and fungi and uh, different things that would affect the food, the growing food, and the transplanted, the food animals. Sure. Um, you know, it would space it, cows. It's going to be space cows. It's yeah. going to be all of that kind of stuff. There is one that is very old that appears to have hit a stopping point. It's on the local corn. So local corn has three varieties as far as color. They're lost throughout all the different places. Like very few people are running a monocrop. And it, it, the, the original thing was to figure out whether, you know, whether there are nematodes or bacteria that were going to affect it. Were we in a position where something on the planet was going to wipe it out like the potato famine for Ireland? Something mm-hmm. like that. And the end result was nothing was found. And so it was set aside. But looking through it, the reason why it hasn't just been completely put to bed is because there there was a question at the bottom asking if there was a mutation within the corn, could something affect that? Seemed to be pretty mild. The kind of the, the answer was this is something for a future test. Okay, kind of and then thing. so the military contracts we have yep. are those seemingly also just kind of like how does the the different air affect the marine? So so military contract. Your main military contract is them coming to you with the extreme situations that their their doctors are not going to take care of. I'm going to say the the emergency, but triage okay. or or that type of thing. You have. For your medical staff, you will have deals where you're expected to go there X number of days out of the month to okay. do 
maintenance on their machines, that kind of stuff. And really all it is, is a monetary pass through to keep you and them friendly and to keep you with money so that this medical center stays open. And go ahead and give me for you, go ahead and give me a wits. I'm gonna just do wits observation because I don't know what else it would be. Okay. I got a success. Okay. So you, what you really see it as is the military wants to have this base here. And this is a way for whatever corporations and or world governments that are controlling the, the military in some fashion or another. Because you've, whether you know it directly or, or indirectly through rumor, you know that the military is not just a military. There's other connections. They want to make sure that this medical center stinks. Okay. You are, you are the medical center for... Uh, for Andy's drop, but you're really the medical center for the whole freaking planet. So beyond that though, there's limited stuff. You you don't have grants, you have another pay through for the uh, military to be able to use a couple of your units that they don't have, very expensive units that you have, that they, they, they can run different things on. It's a, a matter of if available and they will always schedule that type of thing and that's also another money pass and nothing more okay. um at this point the only one that i'm going to envision that stands out to you is going to be study of the sagarans so as you're reading through that this and I is would a think, military study no no this is your study this is actually a study from one of the corporations Actually, it would probably be Sikhs, and since they are the main ones coming here. But what you'll notice with this one, first of all, corporation side. There is a pay addendum on there for LaSalle Biotech. And LaSalle is also paying you for the results. And there's a, I don't know if it would be handwritten, because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense on a computer thing. But, it'll, you know, there'd be kind of that, that jog to the side that has Kumari's writing on it. And or Kamari's information on it. And basically it says LaSalle Biotech receives all this information, but they get it four months after it's sent to Seekson first. So they're always in arrears, but they're, they, are, they are paying a reasonably good fund. Now consider how much money a center like this with all the beautiful stuff. I mean, this, again, you came here expecting to see, you know, two beds and a cot, right? And yeah. instead you got a very large, we described it earlier, you've got a very large medical center. So it's kept up by all of these costs. And you know what you're worth. You, you've seen Dr. Morrison, if he's worth a similar amount and the nurses are worth what they are, there's gonna be a lot of money needed to keep this place going. In, in my experience as a doctor, do I feel that this is an appropriately sized medical facility for what? what Absolutely not. This no, is way big. Way big, but knowing that knowing that this is a colony that is recently on its own, that is still still has the atmosphere plants being taken down, the chance of damage, the chance of injury, the fact that it's only been 70 years. I mean, here on Earth, we're still finding things that we didn't know we had here on Earth. So 70 years, not very much. And so the colony is the one who's paying my wages. Colony is the one that's officially paying your wages. Yes. Okay but it's all wrapped up in the medical center and the governor's involved too, in some respects. Sure, but it's not like, I'm not Sikhs and employed. No, you are absolutely yeah. not Sikhs. You okay. are autonomous. Okay. So the Sagarans, Yes. they are doing a study of the Sagarans, and I would think that would draw you just because of the different things. And a lot of what 
Dr. Kamari told you about the Sigarans, you had asked her what she knew as far as uh, viruses and bacteria and that type of stuff. It appears that she was pulling it from this study. But the Sigarin study seems to be an ongoing study. You have two nurses that are there that are running in conjunction with an exploration team. The names are in there, but that's what it's called, an exploration team and a military contingent that goes with them. And it looks like they are reasonably active as soon as 15 days, or as recent as 15 days ago, there was a group sent out to collect samples. And as far as you can tell, the samples, the way it's written up, look like maybe they go out and tag, knock them out, uh, extract you know, DNA, maybe actually tag them, <laughs> and then let them go. So they're being treated less like um, an intelligent life form and more like cattle or sea lions or eagles. Sure. Okay, so there's information on like the population curves mm -hmm. and, and the reproduction habits. Mm -hmm. okay. a, a beginning one. You, you can already tell that they don't have all the information on it. And if you go back on this one, this one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna decide that this one's only 25 years old from its start. Okay. And it does get an inordinate amount of money from LaSalle Biotech. There are other people involved in paying the grants, smaller, but the largest endowment is coming from them. Are there any experiments that are tied to the oil rig that we were on when we landed? Nothing directly, no. In the in the writings about the Sigourneys, is there anything about like their pod specifically? <laughs> no. No, but they, you know, they do, you can find a population grid and a migration grid, and you can see the, the, the group that appears to be moving around that rig. Okay, like like they avoid it or like they spend No, 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 I'm just like saying it's central to their... the group that's around that area, meaning, okay. meaning in that area, not not avoiding it now. Okay. That's yeah. If if I mean, I'm sure I'll think of other. And this things. is yeah. And this is good. This is not a couple of minutes. This is hours. Yeah. Doing so basically, this, like instead of sleeping on my downtime, since I'm actually rested, I'm gonna I would be looking through these. And and you're gonna you're gonna have, I'm gonna use the word downtime. There's gonna have time where you're not doing something because it's not an emergency, and you checked on all the patients, and 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 you know. So you'll have just time during the day. Yeah. Anything else? I think that'll be it. Okay. So I've caught Richter up for the day. I have some more stuff for you. I've caught Langtree up. So with you two, Lance, your day, your morning now. So after, after acquiring some breakfast of some sort, I don't know if I have anything stocked in my room or if not I Not that I know of. You didn't go buy groceries yeah. or anything. No, it didn't come with anything. No, it did not. <laughs> like eating so, somebody's candy out of their desk. Maybe I have some rations or something. Uh, I don't know. What have we been eating? Protein have nobody juice. eaten in two days? Well, they've all eaten different places. Oh, yeah. you know? no, that's, that's a you thing. Yeah, Barrett, Barrett hasn't eaten a lot, but he did, he did eat something. But that's mostly a you yeah. thing. I haven't had much of an appetite with all the drug use. Oh no, I take it back. You had a meal with Baird. <laughs> okay. Last night. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go ahead and give uh, Katrina a call oh, back and, me, and I'll last get... last night. The night before. I'll get... Um, <laughs> so you'll call on Katrina. So yeah. you get... I'll get breakfast You get no answer. You get three rings. It goes to voicemail. You hang up and you're not even done with the PDD and boom, there's a call from her. Okay. So I'll answer. All right. She says... Lance, I'm, I'm so sorry I didn't catch you on the first run. Do you have time to talk? Sure, Katrina. And she says, can you meet me at, and she tells you the name of a restaurant. 
Oh, great. I was pretty hungry myself. I am on my way. So you get over there. Right now, you can basically use the service from the hotel. So you get over oh, there. I was not a hotel. Now I'm in my bil- my room, right? Oh, no. I thought you were staying in the hotel oh. in, your, in your downstairs one of first floor. Oh, yeah, I was. I'm trying to get my my business set up to be my base of operations. Okay, so you're gonna so like, let that that space it's go. Not, what's that? The hotel. The hotel. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like my 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 building. You don't had have a, a building room. yet, right? So so you guys were in the process oh, of doing it. You I thought I took possession finished. of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you had you had some stuff that. going okay. on with Fairweather. You haven't yeah. talked because she hasn't given you your codes yet. So that that yeah. might be. I the, she gave me. I, that I might be the start of your day then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. So we'll start that, and then we'll have you talk to Katrina. How no. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I can do that later. I don't want to keep Katrina waiting. So over when you come in to talk with Jenny, seeing Jenny again. Yep. Yeah. When you get in to talk <laughs> with Jenny. That a early. Yeah. I, I thought we were done. That's why. <laughs> well, what happened is you still don't have the the credit set up. Oh. That was the issue that you guys were left with. You you needed to get paperwork signed by Mr. Fairweather, which you did, and then they, she was just waiting for you to set up your credit. So. How did you decide to do that? Are you diverting funds? Are you create, creating a dummy account? Because again, you can do all that. Yeah, I mean, I'll just you know put in an application for like a new colonist that's a produce seller that's working with deals around you know. An application to uh, one of the banks? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, is there multiple banks, or is there just yes, like there a are colonial couple, bank? We've okay. talked about that well, before. That's, there are. That's a couple good. Here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But the thing is, one at a time. If you're if you're going completely, I just yeah, I just want to use my knowledge of bureaucracy to kind of keep things on the down right. low. And so let's and do this. Let's go ahead and have you make a uh, manipulation roll. Basically, you're trying to do the same thing that you did with Jen, which is have them. They know who you are, but you have them put it in as something else. Anybody that you're putting in this trail, I want to I want to say this. Anybody that you're putting in this trail potentially has the ability to let your secret go. Yeah, by, I get that. Right. And ultimately, I'm not even really worried if people on planet know. I'm not hiding it. In fact, right. I was under the assumption because I thought Marshall Bear dropped me off last night at that location. No, he dropped you off. That's Based what I was on, saying. The hotel. Right. Your that room. was my afternoon action was right. getting that business settled in, and so I didn't realize. Yeah. At the you time. never got. You never got the afternoon so to do I, it. So the point <laughs> so is that I I don't think uh, the Marshall is like you know the the credit police and that he cares oh, about that kind of thing. He's so not the issue. It's Schlegman that I'm worried about. Yes. So from a paper trail standpoint, right. that's where I'm trying and to. And that's be. what that's what you're going to make the manipulation role yeah. for. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm no longer stressed because I am no longer stressed. Okay, dang it. <laughs> Jeez, what's your secret? Okay, <laughs> I got one, but I'm pushing it. Yeah, I'm gonna say do that. God dang it, dice, come on. Now All see, right. if you'd rolled the the alien dice produced by Freely oh Press, I'm pushing it again because I have Ooh. cunning, so I can double oh push. Oh my god, Your character builders <laughs> letting you down. Yeah. Oh. But I can, I can tell you the the alien dice are not letting me down over here. <laughs> All right. Well, I got one more. Go. Oh, I got two more. Oh. Excellent. And no no aliens. All right. So you, you tie goes to attackers. Job, so not only do you beat them, you oh. get one if you want to look it up stunt to go with it. Oh. Okay. So, so yeah, I would like to just make it extra challenging to find okay. out what I'm doing here. So the person that you're working with, do it, much like, like what Jenny did, with multiple layers, understands what you're doing, works with you to set it up. This is going to be. I mean, if you want to, if you want to 
you know, you want to hide your trail. You're going to have to yeah. kill this person. But you, this person <laughs> right. knows what's going on, sets it Yeah, up. that's you fine with me. I shuffle mean, things around. If now, he really digs in and gets hold of her, then he can know about it. The credit, even though it's it's in other names, you know, shell, 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 credit still has to tack to something. So are you connecting it, say, to your retirement? Yeah, at a certain point, it will somehow, yeah. All right, whatever. Perfect. I'm just, I'm just trying to get a base. <laughs> at a certain idea. point, it will be traceable back to me, but it would be like, you know, the first guy, uh, Patrick Mary Fairweather, you know, is an employee right. of this other guy who's a relative and partner with this other guy, and then they. I just, I have this crazy idea in my head that we have a collection of accountants. And CEOs listening to our podcast, I'm like, well, that's not the way you do it. There's things that Lance Bateman would know how to do that jo- that that Josh does not know how to do. No, no, and I don't no. either. So you have you have that, <laughs> but they do get done. So somebody must know how to do them. Well, there's, so there's no offshore accounts because <laughs> I say these gents don't have a basic concept of me. <laughs> Snatch them all! <laughs> I'm done with this. And I wash my hands of this podcast. And then he turns off the, the, what's the crank, uh, the, right. whatever, those old things, the box phone, the old... Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, like the, what are the, like the tulip, like, listening speakers? Right. <laughs> the old Victrola. <laughs> all right, so you have that set up, and by, by uh, early afternoon... You're going to go talk with Jenny, who now you have the paperwork to bring her, the credit to set it up on, and keep in mind that you'll have that credit, but at some point, if you don't start turning an actual profit, and that's something we can work on as we go, Jenny will walk you over to well, your location. The original plan was actually to sell produce. No, I get but, it. I get, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying know, at some point you'll have to. But that kind of fell through. <laughs> so, well, did it? Let's see. So you you walk over with Jenny. She she seems she seems calm. She doesn't seem to be as as I don't know forward as she was before. She's certainly yeah. not by any means rude. She is completely perfectly corporate, but just a little colder than she was last time. She walks you over. She runs you through how to uh, set up your own system to set up the you know, the alarm, etc. She sets that up. She walks you, shuts the door, walks you upstairs, walks you through the apartment runs you through all the things that are in there that, that you are currently renting, lets you know that you are not renting from Seekson. Seekson oh, is the carrier company. You're actually okay. renting from the the colony of New Dallas. And she tells you which which bank they're working through. It would be, I'm assuming, I'm thinking like the New Dallas National Savings or something like that. But some <laughs> yeah. something that's directed to the company. So, so the, I'm sorry, not the company. Something directed directly connected to the colony so the colony is able to double dip and you are set up you have your keys you have your alarm code you have the thing set up so from there what would you do and are you going to so, cancel yeah, your no, hotel yeah, stay I, yes as soon as I'm done with the hotel All yeah right. what what time did I agree to meet Katrina how close is that to you, that? you did because oh. we, because we had a we went we, we undid doing. that right okay. yeah you make a call and set up okay so then in that now. case I will call Katrina okay and so you meet her in town so your space is fairly close. Uh, uh, it, it is, I would say the words, fairly easy walking distance, although you could easily be driven as well. Although now you won't have the hotel to drive you around. Um, yeah. But you'll be, you know, maybe a 10-minute walk. Okay, yeah, walking walking's right. fine. It's good for you. So when you come into the restaurant, a quick scan of the restaurant, you don't see her, and then a second scan, she kind of pops up. 
and she's dressed in not her, you know, crisp, strict stuff. She's in sweats, she has uh, sunglasses on, and <laughs> she notices you and, and just does a small hand wave and then a, a motions you over. Okay, so I'll kind of casually observe the room and then head over. Okay, as you sit down, a wait staff comes, almost follows you down and says, may I get you something to drink? Water's fine. And sets, sets down a menu and, and disappears. So Katrina says, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, as, as Lance Bateman sits down, he's, he, he nods his head to her and says, Miss Hill? Lance, it's been, a, it's been a long night. And she takes off her glasses and it looks like it's been a long night. Now, if you didn't know her better and you don't know her that well, you would think that she spent the night drinking and not sleeping. That's what she looks like. And she's drinking coffee, and you're, you're guessing by the way that she is guzzling that this is not the first cup Ooh. she's had. She has a wrapped wound on her left side where she would normally have that small head camera. She has a wrapped wound there. And as you look at it around the edges, it's a, it's a little angry red. You're assuming that she's, she's had some reaction. You wouldn't know what, but some reaction to what Marshall Baird and you saw well, yeah I, yeah I was gonna say I was on the staircase leading yeah. up looking down I think right so so maybe you didn't see what happened but it was would, dark would, and stormy night right she would yeah she would quickly tell you <laughs> as you're looking at it she, she says well that's that's what the marshal did she says so I'm I'm in a tough spot I need to bring forward an expose by the end of this week she says I have only a few days to make a decision on how to do it did you see the teaser you and Baird so, did yeah. see yeah, it, okay. if I remember we were, correctly. Right. You yes. saw it in the precinct. I did. Yes, it looks riveting. What? Yeah. And and it will be. My only question is how much do I how much do I blame this on him and how much do I blame it on the military? Blame. Blame is is such a bad word, Miss Hill. Maybe not blame. And maybe maybe direct attention. And the marshal, I mean, I know he may seem to you like a monster, but he's really not that bad. So she looks at you, and she points at at the bandage, and then pulls the sweatshirt enough so you can see that it's a pretty good sized bandage. And there's that there's that tiny bit of blood seepage that's that's come to the end. It's not gross, but so, there's enough yeah. to know that it, it's not it's not a nice dry sealed up cut. Lance, Lance Bateman winces at the sight of the injury. She doesn't open it up for yeah. you to see it. At the she sight says, of the... well, he may not be a monster, but he's he's definitely power hungry and out of line. But I also <laughs> I also need to work with him. He's going to be my way into most everything else. Yes, I'm afraid that's true about a lot of people around here. So then, then the auction turns to and I'm, I'm asking your opinion. I know that, that you travel these shark-infested waters quite often. What about the military? Do I, do I run up against them? I, I thought that the, uh, the sergeant that was on, on the flight with us was fairly obtuse and, and definitely narcissistic, but he also seemed to be very capable at what he was doing. And he, for all his bluster about telling us that there were only two people that mattered, yourself and, and and the doctor, he did get us through all of that. And we all made it here safe. So passing that information may shine poorly on his career, and I'm not certain I'm ready to destroy that career just yeah. to get information out. But 
but I have to bring something forward. I, I, I was angry when I put that out, and I think I made a mistake. Wow. So, Lance Bateman relishes this moment for for, <laughs> for a little bit because he now considers that he potentially has in his hands the the careers, or at least some aspect of the careers of of both Marshall and Sergeant Richter, <laughs> and he he just. He just drinks in that power for a moment before kind of resisting the urge because what he what he does know is he knows that he has to get along with these guys whether they like him or he likes them or not and that's what he alluded to in his last comment that you know these people may um, may do horrible horrible things but you kind of have to. Uh, collaborate them on some degree to get things done and so he knows that that's sort of the reality of this world there's not a lot of um, people you can just run to so so his response knowing these things will simply be uh, Miss Hill I, I greatly respect your uh, pursuit of the truth especially in ways that help Sikhs and uh, come out looking better but you have to really consider um, the enemies you'll be making by um, bringing charges against the military and or the marshal station without having um, a really strong case. What you experienced was a crisis and, and, and people made bad decisions, undoubtedly so. But we all got through it uh, for the most part. And um, you know, I, I, do, I do give thanks to the military and the marshal for that. So if it were up to me, I would I would consider really what risk tolerance you have for making enemies in this colony, and I would go from there. Would you go on stream to say that you have respect for the both? Oh, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she this I, I, I laughed, but she she does kind of giggle with that. She says, "Okay, I, I I get where you're going with this. Very good. Well." And the, your, the wait person finally comes over and takes a food order from you guys and brings more coffee and lets you guys go back to talking. And a little bit of talking, the food order is out fairly quickly. And it smells good. You know, it's that it's that comfort uh. food and you're hungry. So the combination of the two, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if you're going to be indelicate in the way you eat. Are you no. starving? Right, I dig in. Still, oh, so you are digging yeah. in. You're, 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 yes, I am indelicate. Indelicate. Yes. All right, very good. Yes. So as you talk a bit more with her, she starts to lay out what she's got, and what she's got is she's got <laughs> connected or not. She has. She doesn't understand why. She thinks it's connected to you or Sikhs in general, but the Whalen Yutani owned USCMC must have shot down the Sikhs and Bird. With, with the intent to, and she starts laying out the reasons why she thinks this. It's now, going to be curious to you where she got all the information, but the pieces fit okay. From the best of our um, ability to tell at the crash site, we did not think we were shot down, correct? We thought we collided no. with something. Yes. that, that In okay. fact, that's what I believe both the marshal and... Richter had said at some point that some people heard is that you hit something. Yeah, and so, so as as interested at at sensationalizing things as Lance Bateman is, he's kind of worried about this particular story. So, um, and she asks you, she says, "Well, were you aware of the UPP attack on one of the other settlements on the oh. settlement Cyprus?" Oh, I I hadn't seen that story yet. 
Cyprus is a is a smaller settlement by far than Andy's Drop, and Cyprus is far enough away that USCMC is is not able to quickly respond. Yes, I was unaware. That is cause for concern, though. Well, option two is, do you think the UPP shot us down? Well, I like to believe, uh, Miss Hill, that, that what happened to us was a bit of an accident, or at least if it was a collision, uh, if it was not an accident, then I believe it was more of a collision than, than an attack. So I'm not really sure who would be capable of, of orchestrating uh, something like that, but now that I'm saying that to her, I'm kind of thinking back to the pod in the field earlier and thinking like, oh, that's kind of coincidental that two things crashed in, in a matter of days. <laughs> well, so now the pod, it's an important thing to remember. You guys don't know when the pod crashed. Right. The boys found it just now. But well, when we when we saw it, like in, in my in my mental image, it still had like smoke coming up no. from it and stuff. So there no. was no... But what, there wasn't any like layers of dust on it either, so it wasn't... No, it hadn't been there through know. weather and rain, no. Okay, so it was semi-recent, but not immediate. Yeah. So. I just don't know, but how long do footprints stay in soil? Like, is that something that's good? In soil like that, those prints could stay for a very long time okay. if nothing affects them. Something yeah. else walking through them, sure. driving over them, rain or the like. Because it's, it's soil that's had to have been made the best they can for growing. Now, corn grows in lesser quality soil than others, but yeah, if there's nothing there to disturb the footprint, like weather of some sort, it can stay for a while. So, we're going to close episode here while the two of you continue talking about all the stuff she has for her expose. Yeah, I would also make the suggestion that she um, spend some time talking to the military and the, and the marshal station as well, just to see if they found anything else about you know, UPP okay. incursions. And we'll close there. Thank you for listening to another NCRP Productions podcast. To stay on top of everything we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook, all at NCRP Productions. You can show your support and help us continue to produce content by joining our Patreon. We offer additional podcasts like our B-Sides and have GM materials, maps, and other fun things you can discover over time. You can find our podcasts on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and many other fine podcast sites. Just look for us at NCRP Productions. We value your thoughts, so please don't hesitate to leave us feedback or comments. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can email us at ncrpproductions at gmail.com.